You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Welcome back to Talk Your Jits Podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jujitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a third degree black belt who teaches and well, trains and teaches at sustainable jujitsu. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, look, I'm sorry, located in Perth, Perth, Western Australia. Ladies and gentlemen, James Woodfield Jones. Thank you for having me, right? Man, sorry about that butcher of the intro. That's all right. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Man, man, like I said, finally, <laughs> finally. We've had a few chops and changes, mate, to get here, mate. It's been hectic. And trying to get the man. time right as well, isn't it? What's the difference between the us and the time again, mate? About 12 to 16 hours? Yeah, because yeah, right now it's, it's 9.30 a.m. Yes. Me. So it's 9.30 p.m. here. Okay, so it is 12 hours. Because I was like... We said 12, and then we thought it was 13, and it was just, like, all over the place, but we got it. We finally no, got it. Pleasure, mate. Pleasure. Man. Thanks for having pleasure me. Pleasure is all mine, man. But, yeah, uh, without further ado, let's uh, – you want to give yourself a more formal introduction, uh, by all means, and let's hear about your jiu-jitsu journey. Well, uh, martial arts journey started about four and a half. Um, I'm from the U.K. originally, so – uh, about four and a half, uh, been obsessed with martial arts. Used to go in the bedroom, punch and kick, not aggressively, but just practicing. And mm. um, absolutely loved it. Watched all the martial arts movie from about four and a half to about eight. So my uh, dad got me into it. He's into martial arts and um, have a military background in the family. And he's done some training with the special forces and stuff. So it was, it was a perfect fit, but I just took to it very quickly and begged mum and dad to join me up at four and a half and my brother wasn't too fussed so I was like trying to talk him into it and then they signed me up and I cried for a week <laughs> so then I didn't want to go because I got scared but uh, I, I went for the week and then, then I just fell in love with it mate and now I'm 46 headed to 47 and I do a uh, full-time living uh, martial arts for 41 years jiu-jitsu for 27 coming up 28 years so been doing it all, all a lot for a long time. I've been boxing and kickboxing as long as I've been doing uh, jiu-jitsu, probably the striking even longer because I started with taekwondo and shodokan before I mm. went into boxing and kickboxing. But, yeah, a lot of years of martial arts, and uh, I love all of it, and I always keep make sure everything keeps uh, keep on top of all stand-up, clinch, and ground. Um, but jiu-jitsu, I think, is the higher percentage you're going to go hands-on sooner or later. It doesn't always have to be on the ground. As soon as you touch, it's going to be jiu-jitsu. So it's going to be control. But definitely, you've yeah, got to keep the hands and you've got to keep all your weapons sharp. But, uh, yeah, jiu-jitsu, beautiful. Very gentle, can be very violent. It depends Maybe. on which one you want to do with it. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's your choice, right? Correct. Yeah, that's right, mate. And you know, that's, that's what I really, uh, you know, preacher uh, in the studio over here it's two-sided the art and the self-protection martial arts in general but jiu-jitsu we're talking about for sure mm -hmm. art self-protection if you want to um use it as a sport as well that's cool too but um i just make sure always got to have the art for better make you a better person in life more confident competent resilient adaptive it's endless and then the self-protection is very, very important because uh, if you're dealing with someone who knows what they're doing, you know, high-level jiu-jitsu, high-level control, I always say it's like tiger and human. You let that tiger off the leash, it grabs you, that's it, you're done. It's over. <laughs> that's it's the goal. Over. But yeah, no, I love it, mate. Right. Love it. Yeah, man, love it too. Love it too. Um, so you are, I think, I think you're like the... Third Joe Moore black belt I've talked to. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, no, wait, no, let me get this right. Let me get this right. Because it was you, it was Michael Jen. Louis been on. Louis Cicetis was it was on there. Uh, my instructor, my instructor, uh, uh, Zachary Holston. And there was one more. Uh, Donnie Franks was, a, was another uh, Joe Moore black belt. So I got to ask you the same question, man. How long did it take you to learn how to speak Joe? 
<laughs> you, know, you know, it's really funny because uh, I remember the first time I actually picked him up from the airport in my car and Joe and I had laughed about this, um, you know, a few years down the track. And uh, I, had a, I had a Jeep and I picked him up and it was pouring with rain. So it was like summer rain. So it was really, really heavy. And I picked him up at the airport and he jumps in the car and we're talking back and forth, driving home in the night. And the rain's heavy on the roof, so it's like really hard to hear anyway. And then I was like, you know, get it because Joe's beautiful, beautiful human. So you get through body language anyway, but I was like struggling to understand. And then, uh, and then later the years down the track, I said to Joe, well, I remember picking you up and it was raining. And I said, oh, um, I remember going, yeah, like I could really, uh, it was hard to understand. And he goes to me, mm-hmm. He goes, me too, my friend. So here's me thinking I'm speaking clear english and he's uh yeah so it was it was quite funny but uh, you know what joe's such a beautiful man and he gets a message across so well that it's all body language with joe as mm -hmm. much as and you know and then obviously his accent's not that thick once you've been around it for a while but sometimes some people might think you're hard to understand i don't think so maybe you think the same with me it's just a twang isn't it and once right. you get used to it but yeah <laughs> that was it's funny made me laugh that's like one thing I always like, I, I laugh about every time, like, you know, someone like, oh, so you're a part of uh, Joe, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yep. And I can't wait to ask you this question. Because <laughs> everyone's like, it's like you said, like you, uh, you hear him talk for the first time, you know, his, his thick, thick accent. And then, yeah, after a while, you, you understand him clearly. You like, you, like, of course, because he, you know, like you said, he, he explains the language of jujitsu so well. So everything just kind of just like, ah, uh, okay, I got you. Yeah, 100%. And I, I think everything for me, mate, is energy. Everything's mm -hmm. energy. Been so close to people and you're in touch with yourself and other people. So you can, you know, I think you can read people quite well. Vibration is real. And um, Joe's got a beautiful vibration, mate. Obviously, very, very skilled. He crush you. <laughs> but um, also very, uh, very beautiful guy. Uh, I've got a lot, a lot of love for Joe. I think he's, he's a lovely man, and he's sharing jujitsu. And you know what? Even before meeting Joe, uh, I was a hundred percent dedicated to sharing jujitsu. And now after meeting him, two hundred percent. You know, do it for, do it for everyone. Do it for him because he's, um, he's certainly giving back, mate, with the jujitsu. Yeah, man. And just to show you how far he reached, man, you're all the way in Australia right now. Yeah, we know what I was watching VHSs of. Um, of Joe and Marco um, mm -hmm. near on 30 years ago, mate, like Panther Productions, I think they were called. And yep. so we're learning and it was epic for me to you know, get in touch and then stand beside Joe eventually all the years down the track. And, mm -hmm. and, and I'll tell you a story about watching those videos because, you know, Marco and Joe were very close. And um, so I never trained with Marco until 2019 when we were overseeing Joe. And mm -hmm. um, so we were watching this video of uh, the VHS of Marco and Pedro Hizo, mm -hmm. but these were they were very old videos, and Marco was making, you know, chokes on Pedro Hizo, and he goes, "Marco gonna make a choke, and he'd be doing the choke or another arm lock." And poor old Pedro was about dying in there, <laughs> and so we're uh, we're sitting we're sitting in the garage practicing moves and learning off the VHSs and stuff. And I said, mm -hmm. "Mate, that guy's frightening, mate. Like, you know, the power on the the guy doing the chokes, Marco." So 2019, we're over, and Joe goes, today we're going to go train with Marco. And I was like, epic. You know, he's, uh, he's someone I've, I've looked up to as well and followed for many, many years, as well as Joe. Mm -hmm. And um, so we go to Marco's gym, and then 30 years later, he's got me in the same headlock that he had Pedro Hizo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> mate, that guy's frightening. Frightening, yeah. mate. Uh, so strong and powerful. But, yeah, um, I've been watching Joe for a long time and, and Marco as well. So it's, a, it's an honor to stand beside Joe, represent Team Marrera, Sustainable Jiu-Jitsu and their Team Marrera Australia. Beautiful. Man, that's that's awesome, man. I um I haven't had the pleasure of, of training with Marco, but, you know, talking to guys in the family and uh, the videos I was sent of how Marco is, like he has like two speeds. <laughs> like zero or all in it's like <laughs> so just watching him just like you know demonstrate stuff and he's just full throttle 
just full Mate. throttle with a slam. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Do you know what? He's 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 another one. Lovely, lovely man. Like definitely lovely man. A good good soul. Mm -hmm. Just powerful man. Powerful man. Like <laughs> like gorilla. Big hands, big feet. It was it was an honor to train with him, mate. And I said I said to Joe uh, when I got in the car, I said that was he's frightening. And Joe looked at me, smiled, said, it's a "Good experience, huh?" <laughs> Go, mate. Very good. Very yeah, good. For, for sure, <laughs> for sure, man. So, um, so how long have you had your uh your school? I've had a school for near on twenty years. Twenty years, two decades. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So a long time, uh, 15, 20 years, full time. I've been coaching for over two decades, but I was coaching out of garages and parks. And as I said, you know, been obsessed with it. And then I've done lots of jobs to get here. I was a postman for 10 years. It was start mm -hmm. get up early in the morning, finish early in the afternoon, uh, sorry, early in the morning and then finish late in the morning. And then I can go coach. And I did lots of things to build up the studio until it was time to, um, you know, go full time and um yeah so i've done lots of things to get here but this is this is what i meant to do so probably about full time about 15 years i'd say with my own studios and and whatnot I've, I've had a few places but i don't do mass classes i do classes but i do a lot of small groups privates mm -hmm. and um and i've always done it like that for attention for safety everyone mixes together i've got a lot of a lot of people on the mats but mm -hmm. i do a lot of a lot of coaching during the day back to back Mm, nice. Okay. Okay. Cause, um, cause you said, you know, you did a lot of different martial arts and what, and stuff. So what made jujitsu the, your focal point? Um, I've, uh, you know, played a lot live. I used to have back in, in Perth here a long time ago, we were the first people to have a cage myself and my partner were training and we had a cage back then because it was more about using against the wall or the fence because everyone did security and nightclubs and all that sort of stuff so mm -hmm. it was and we're like very we're all into i was always self-protection first for me um not paranoia but just this is what martial arts is you know you want to walk around if someone you know has a go at you, you want to know how to defend yourself mm -hmm. and then obviously at the start it's very you know everything's power and everything's hardcore and and, and whatnot and then you start to become more sensible and more um you know professional and sustainable and efficient so you know these these lessons over the years from going hard and stupid to becoming more efficient more effective but jujitsu it always ends up unless you want to make it a bare knuckle boxing match well obviously gloves um and which is cool too and i spent a lot of time doing that you can do 10 rounds 15 rounds but What's the smartest option is to smother the person, slow the person down and control the person. And mm -hmm. also I would say that not always, and then obviously everything's in context, but I think your highest percentage is to go hands-on with people. And someone might go, oh, yeah, but what if there's 20 people? I say, if there's 20 people, you don't want to be boxing him either. You want yeah, to be, right? You don't want to do anything. anything. <laughs> But like we said before, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to go to the ground. I put you against the wall. Jiu-Jitsu, as soon as we touch, it's all connection. And mm -hmm. one of my biggest things there, mate, is and uh, is it's really, really important to me. There's a massive part of my or our Jiu-Jitsu program here is dealing with a weapon, because you know, from a self-protection point of view, and this is where Jiu-Jitsu becomes more the favourable because it's all hands-on and control mm -hmm. is. You know, if you're in an altercation, of course, we avoid it at all costs. But let's say worst case, you got to do something about it. No one's going to help you. It's you on your own. I would already expect the person to have some sort of a weapon. Knife, for sure. England, knife is probably guaranteed. Here, mm -hmm. you've got firearms more so where you are. I mean, anyone could have a firearm, but more so as the state yeah. side, you know. So you mm -hmm. don't know. So you're going hands-on with people. If you're fighting someone, he steps back and pulls something on you. So the highest percentage would be to get hands on him. And that's not just just why I love jujitsu, but from the self-protection point of view, boom, you're gonna you're gonna shut the person down. You don't want to be standing out mid's fight with him. But again, context, no. time, time, place, circumstance. And as far as um jujitsu for self-exploration, rolling, playing, I love the mind and I love the emotions, coaching a lot mm -hmm. and doing a lot. You see very much uh, the winning key is controlling yourself, controlling your mind and your emotions. Otherwise, you won't be controlling anything. 
your body right. won't follow. So jiu-jitsu is very much, when you're rolling, it's very feel. Stand-up is beautiful too, but stand-ups are a little bit more violent and you don't have the, the felt sense and the touch. You're then reliant mm-hmm. on, on judgment and you've got to be careful you don't get sucked into big movements and feints because you're judging, if that makes sense. Jiu-jitsu is more control. Now I can feel you and we can move around. So that's what led me more so for jiu-jitsu, for the self-exploration of contact, beautiful, so much learning, and also for you're going to have to go hands-on. We'll do it well. I'm not scooching my bum across the ground, though. We're going to be – it's going to be gorilla. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that either, but I'm not on the concrete. I know, right? Yeah, we're not, we're not butt scooting on the concrete, no. <laughs> yeah. and there's a time, place for everything. I, I, I love it all, mate. I love the self-expression, but, yeah, that's, that's, that's my um, – what kind of leads me more to jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu is just so – it's forever giving. It's so beautiful, mate. Like, it's a – you really are – it's a great look within oneself. You're going to yeah. grow so much, and it's the gift that keeps on giving, you know, but it does become – what, where I'm at now, I have been for a long time, but even more so now, a physical, three tiers, physical, mental, and emotional. Mm-hmm. And control all of them, and you'll be controlling what you want, but don't control all of them, and there'll be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure, man. And, um, yeah, that was explained, you know, beautifully, because uh, one of the guys I train with, he does security, and, uh, like, this is like a few months ago. I was working with him on um, working with him. Never done anything like this in my life. But he like, yeah, bro, you you good? You know, you you. I think I was still a purple belt at this time. So he's like, you know how to handle, you know how to handle yourself if anything happens. But I'm thinking to myself like, I don't want nothing to happen. I don't even <laughs> want to be in a situation that it can possibly happen. Yeah. So he's like, nah, man, you you know, just just come out and try it. I'm like, all right, whatever. So. Couple, you know, the couple nights were cool, but the one night that something <laughs> happened, I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta do something." Because he was getting irate with uh, with another uh, patron there, and I was calling someone in Milwaukee, but the only person that was close by was handling somebody else. So I come down and I'm like trying to calm the guy down, and then it just instincts just kicked in. You know, jujitsu just kicked in. Cause it it got it got hectic and it could have been yeah if it could have been a you know physical altercation but no I was able to subdue the guy and he you know was able to calm the situation down and you know eventually he got escorted out but I'm just thinking to myself like oh god that was so stressful oh. <laughs> it was a it was a quick second but it seemed like 20 minutes went by yeah and that, that's the thing you know and not again not to be paranoid but it's super mm-hmm. important to understand like violence is violence but anything can happen anything could happen in it and it's yeah. very volatile and it's super dangerous so it's stab you in the back especially in situations like that at clubs and stuff and door works uh, you know with respect to it because there's some very good people some very a lot of meatheads there's also mm-hmm. very good uh, professional people and self-protection in, in general, whether it's security or just within yourself. And I am a big, compo- a big uh, promoter of this is everyone should know, understand how to be violent. Everyone should be powerful, but mm-hmm. in context, because then people misunderstand it and go, oh, you know, it's not about violence, but I go, well, as a man for you and I, women also, but men a bit more machismo, you know, um, if it all th- if everything fails, it's like, mate, I'll just kick your ass. And you go, no, mm-hmm. you won't. And you know you weren't nice to meet you. <laughs> so it's going to be a better person, right? And it's not mm-hmm. arrogant, but then you actually become a better person from having that. So even in situations when you understand what you're doing, a lot of things don't go very far anyway because the person, unless he's completely off his face on drugs, which is possible, or mm-hmm. an absolute idiot, he's going to understand that, there's a vibration coming off it and and he gets it so you can right. you can avoid many things by actually understanding but it's certainly something you couldn't fake so if you don't know it he'll know it as well even if he right. doesn't know it if that makes sense no 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 for sure for sure because that's energy isn't it but yeah it's definitely so important to have skills your people are walking mm-hmm. around and we're very very lucky that we live in a world for the most part that um you know everything's very people adhere to the rules mm-hmm. but if someone does something that's you know wants to be nasty you need to be able to 
uh, handle yourself. But not in a paranoid sure. way. I think they know anyway. People know victims. You can spot a victim a mile away. And it's not even, you don't have to have tattoos. You can be six foot four and still get picked on. It's, yeah. it's the vibration coming off. For sure. For sure. For sure. And I, you know, that's, you know, the things I, I explained to my wife too. Like um, when it comes to like training, the more I train, the less, I guess you're like the less violent you feel. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So it's like that. So it was like, if I'm, if I'm ever in a situation where, you know, something gets irate, I don't know. It just, it just flows off of me, you know? And cause when like I had an issue uh, work, I was, you know, working in retail, had a irate customer and he was getting, getting belligerent. And I'm sitting there the whole time. Like, dude, what, what, what are we doing here? Like, what are we doing here? Like, my manager is like, you know, he's screaming, arguing with the guy. I'm just standing there like, why, man? Why? I'm like, just leave. Just leave. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he's threatening both of us. I'm like, okay, you don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm like, just just leave. But, yeah, so. Uh, it definitely. Think... No, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, buddy. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I, I, you know, I think a lot of people don't know who they are. And, you know, mm -hmm. like, so he comes in and he escalates it and he's he flies off the handle, let's just say, as an example, an individual flies off the handle because when it's not really necessary, but his fight or flight kicks in and, you know, he's it's just something people are so overstressed and they can't mm -hmm. handle things very well. Um, they're not very good at adapting. They don't they haven't got any resilience. They don't push themselves. So they don't feel their emotions all the time to control them. And it's not a judgment on people. It is just that there is a lot of people who are not, you know, uh, constantly pushing that way for themselves. So then they have, mm -hmm. they explode over it next to nothing. And then you've got someone like yourself who trains and you're under pressure. You've had people lay on you and, and choke you and you you know how to deal with resilience. And that's not just on the mats. That actually bleeds off into your workplace and yeah. into your whole life. So then you so threats are not really threats anymore. And, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Where people's a threat can be, this guy yelled at me, he looked at me in the shops and then I said something to him and he yelled at me and oh my God, and then it's skyrocketed. Mm. But it's it's all blown out of proportion because people are not getting in contact with themselves. They're living with, they're anxious about everything, they're sad, they don't push themselves, they eat rubbish, they hang around with negativity and then boom, it comes out in everything in life. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it comes down to the individual, you know, not negating someone might just have a bad day and then you're it, <laughs> and it right. up on you. but then you've got that nice nature to come back. Listen, mate, it's cool. You can massage cool. him. That mm -hmm. makes sense. <laughs> you yeah. know, where your, where your boss, maybe he's yelling at him, he's firing it up and he's, you just step in and go, listen, mate, it's cool. No problems. And because right. you've got, you've got the ability to do that. And that's what I think, uh, you know, what you say with your wife and you walk around, you feel less because you're comfortable with it. You notice mm -hmm. that most people who are not comfortable with fighting, or who, uh, you know, you see someone fight in the street and you'll go, mate, why were you so arrogant and so cocky? Because when it came down to it, you were nowhere. You didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> but that's because right. he, he doesn't know what he's doing. So if you knew what you were doing, you wouldn't even get involved. You'd be like, cool, man, so no problems. And then other lions around you would go, Cool man, no problems. He's kicking off because he doesn't know what he's doing. Right. So, you know, it's such a it's such a big portion. That's why I love the growth of martial arts because, you know, you're not invincible. You're just competent and confident. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and it, it does make you a better person, mate. I, I think it's a necessity for everybody. That's my mission. I've got seminars coming up in the year, and you know, I'm going to come show functional things from stand to clinch the ground and all encompassing but also want to teach people how to empower themselves. And you do that through that. I have three mm -hmm. taglines. I don't know whether you've seen it on my page, but self-belief, self-control, and self-protection. Self-protection will give you all of those. And then you can go forth and be better man, better woman, better child, be more confident and competent in everything you do. I and mean, that's the answer to it, training. But training reality and training smart and intelligent, but training is going to give you everything. Imagine For if sure. you didn't have any skills, mate. How would you feel? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I had a, a conversation with um, 
a guess about that too. Like, you know, you, you look at the, you know, you sit back and you look at your life, you know, from like the time you started training in jujitsu to now and everything that came along with it. Mm. Like, how would you feel if you didn't have that, you know, you didn't have jujitsu? And I'm like, I don't know. Cause I can't imagine not, not doing this. Yeah. And it's funny, isn't it? Because you become like a, a preacher for him. People are like, oh, are you talking about jujitsu again? Blah, blah, blah. And you go, yes. yes. Because yeah. but they don't know how, <laughs> how rewarding it is. It's so mm-hmm. rewarding because you, it, it's like we said before, the direct link between your physical, mental, and emotional, you're going to link them up. And you're going to see at the start, you're going to see weakness in that. But that's why you train with good people who are going to show it to you, but look after you at the same time and challenge you. Um, and so you see that and you go, oh, I don't like that. that. made me feel super uncomfortable. I, have, I say to clients, obviously in context, you know, how much anxiety you feel there? How much um, aggression did you feel there? Or, you know, oh, man, that was like level eight. And then we do some cues and we go, cool, approach it like this. And then how do you feel, mate? Like level two. You mm-hmm. go, so that's what you're dealing with. So we know when people are looking for moves, they're like, man, I can't get that arm lock. You go, your arm lock's not that bad, you know, but your control's not the best. And then we could polish your arm lock, but you're a bit of a head case and you can't control your emotions because you get too angry, mm. you get too frustrated, you get scared. And all of those things are fine, but that's what you're really working on. And that's yeah. where the gold is, where people just think, oh, it's just kicking ass. And you go, well, it is. And kicking ass is easy. It's just make sure you get all the other stuff that goes with it, which allows you to do that. If you don't have all that together, you can have all the moves in the world and you still won't be able to pull them off anyway because you can't control yourself. And that's, right. where the, that's where the growth is. That's why you feel great. Mm-hmm. For sure. And that's the that's the kind of the you know the kind of message I try to relate to everyone as you know we train, like you know, you have to that's you know basically slow down. Yeah, like you have to slow down, you have to assess the situation. And, you know, really, really get a grasp on what's going on around you because they'll look at, you know, they'll look at me. They'll look at, you know, my other trainer, uh, other brown belt training partner, uh, Brian, or or they look at our coach and they're like, you guys are like moving a certain type of way. And we sitting here just everybody just sucking air. We're just like, you know, cool, Mm. even though I'm rolling as hard as you, but I'm cool because everything is under control. Yeah, I was like, once 100%. you get that, like once you get that down pack, you know, that's when you can really start to understand jujitsu just a little bit more. Yeah, would you would you say like you know like it white belt and and we've all been there and you know white belt, you don't really have the moves because obviously you're just learning it and you only you don't know the moves you're just kind of learning some things to do but you, mm-hmm. your decision making is not good you're not you're not resilient you're not used to people pressure and all that stuff and then blue belt gets better purple brown but. As you get better, it's better through the mind. Would you agree that when you roll with someone, you can you feel when their head goes and then their body goes? Oh yeah. It's not, it's not just a move because if he's he or she is very connected to their mind and very controlled in their mind and body, it could be harder to get them. So you got to kind of tap on the head, or they'll do it for you. Maybe they move too quick and panic, and you go, you "Give this to me, man." So, yeah. <laughs> but but it's here. And I, yeah. I think in the early days, I don't think people know that. So you go slow down, but first you got to get their their head to slow down. And you know, mm-hmm. one big thing for me is uh, uh, structure, survive, defend, deploy. That's my that's my thing for sustainable jujitsu. The goal is always safe. That's number one first. Efficient and effective. It has mm-hmm. to tick off all those three boxes. But I think the misconception people are like, oh soft, and you go not at all. It's intelligent. So you want to yeah. be like sniper that you got civilians and you got special forces i want to be special forces <laughs> i don't be civilian and my approach <laughs> to what we're doing it needs to be mm. very smart and intelligent and i think people don't get that they think more moves where you're, you're underneath surviving and they're racing around side control north south knee right and you're like chilling and uh-huh. you go, uh-huh. hey, what are you doing you're doing six moves that you don't really need to do but they don't understand that because they don't get the concept uh, at that yeah. time so and as they learn they start to go you know what i don't really need to do more it's kind of less it's just doing the mm-hmm. things really well and keeping it together and it's it's beautiful yeah we uh we had a moment like that uh tuesday uh white belt 
Uh, he's a white belt, but I think he, he's been in the army. He's wrestled a lot, a whole lot. Um, I think he does, I think, I think he does kickboxing too, but, um, that I'm not too sure of, but we rolled for the first time and I'm like, okay, let's just get a feel for how he moves. He moves like a wrestler. He moves like a wrestler. So I was like, okay, we're going to have to just weather this storm out. Yeah. So he's, he's grabbing limbs. He's moving, he's twisting and turning. I think he, he probably went like hard for like the first five or six minutes and just all explosive all explosive speed all just the whole time so he had me in um i think it was side control and i'm like you tired bro i'm like you you breathing kind of hard he's like no no i'm not tired and that's when i knew got him yeah swept, exactly I swept him he tried to throw up a triangle i'm like no 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 smash pass he ended up in crucifix and ended it there. So right. it's 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 a it's a oh man, it's a good feeling when you when you like when you really notice it. That that like you said, that that instant defeat is like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's evolution, isn't it? And you know the beautiful mm-hmm. thing is you go, you get so you want to be so good at it. And again, pardon the analogy, but you know, I say to clients, you want to be so good at it that you're lucky you mess with the Lamar, he's gonna look after you. He's just gonna maul you. He could hurt you, but he's actually gonna mm-hmm. control you. And that's a that's a real skill set to not feed into you fighting back to that gentleman, ride it, and then when he slows, mm-hmm. then you come get him, and then you go do you, go do your work. But you got to ride that. And I'm sure there's times where you go, man, this guy's powerful, quick, yeah, and whatever whatever else he brings, and his energy, and energy can change other people as well. You got to stay within you. When people get aggressive, then you fall and then you fire back to them. You got to stay, always stay within you. That on the mats and off the mats are the same, mate. There's a world out there that you want that wants it to be like that. You mm. want to be stay with stay with who you are. And there's a world on the mats, and that's your opponent who wants you to yeah. be what they're doing. And you go, no, 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 no I'm gonna stay with no, me. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> like we're gonna. I'm gonna lead this dance. Yes, 100%. But you know what? Like you said before, weather in the storm is massive. And that's mm-hmm. so underrated now for some people because they want to go for gold. You know, mate, I am going to diffuse everything. You won't be able to do anything to me. And then you're going to tire. And if you mm-hmm. haven't got the certain game that can sustain it and you're going to be smart, like two anacondas, one one person too quick and the other anaconda just is going to drown you eventually. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's how jiu-jitsu is best done. I think with a, like a sport, you put five minutes to it. What are you going to do in five minutes other than force things? Mm-hmm. And now I don't have a problem with it, but you go, you're going, you're taking on that realm, understanding that you're pretty much going to have to force something, which mm-hmm. you, you actually shouldn't be forcing it if you wanted to get it properly. Yeah. And efficient, effective. If you were fighting and there was no one going to come and save you and it's just me and you, Let's go. What are you gonna do? Uh. You're not gonna take any. You're not gonna take any risks. You're gonna be very intelligent, or you would hope you would be intelligent. That's how I think of everything. Again, mm-hmm. not paranoid, just context. You know, worst yeah. case scenario. That's how I always practice. I need to be the last person standing because another thing people take for granted is the tap. Taps mm-hmm. for the street. That's beautiful. What if you get someone to strangle you and you can't tap? You're in big trouble, mate. You hope yeah. they're nice. <laughs> So yeah, exactly. everything everything efficient, beautiful, for sure, for sure, for sure. And I I think is that just came, uh, you know, we when we roll, I'm like, I don't want to like, don't set the clock, like let's just mm. roll, because mm. like, if you set like, because if you set a clock, you know, okay, yeah, I got five minutes to work. Yeah, that first three minutes is struggling for position. Yeah, especially if you especially if you're standing. Yep. So it's like okay, and then yep. it's like that two minutes on a mat go so like go down so fast and it's like that 10 seconds you're finally at that point and then boom the match is over yeah so like, mate. and it forces you to think in a different manner as well which actually how how easy did you get gassed when you go into those situations and yeah. the reason you get gassed there's lots of things you know you got your nerves and stuff but you actually then subconsciously go you know what i've only got i've got to push this if i need my points or whatnot mm-hmm. so you got to go into that realm understanding that that's what it is you want to be super fit and you're going to have to be super powerful and whatnot. And uh, look, I like, I think all of those are important, but I wouldn't build my game around it. 
I build mm -hmm. my game around intelligence. And uh, I look at the human body now. You've got two arms, two legs, and a head. And I know exactly what you can do with them and what range. Some are going to be stronger. Some are going to be more flexible, younger, and whatnot. And, and another thing made is being smart as you, as you get older. Uh, you, mm -hmm. should be, you should be more efficient as you get older, not just because you're old, just because you're more mature and you understand more. That's a big thing, mate. I've got some, I've got some monsters in the gym and I've got some young, everybody's good in the gym, in the studio. Mm -hmm. I've got one of my, my heaviest clients, 6'6", six, six and, and probably about 135, 140. He's a big guy. And wow. you know, a lot of my black, all my black belts, you get a, they, they get on top, it's not gonna be quick. I'll get it. I just got to be super smart. <laughs> it's not going to be a. It's not going to be five minutes. So, right. and I'm sure your coach, your coach gets on top of you, mate. You're not getting out quickly, mate. It's over. It's over. <laughs> no matter what, man. I'm like, I can't let this guy get on top. Like, of course, I, don't, I of course I don't want to let him, but it's going to happen. It's like, yep. Here we go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, super cool. It's super cool. And that, and that, how humbling is that, though? It's beautiful. I mean. Have you rolled with Joe? Not yet. I want to. <laughs> everyone tells everyone tells me I'm stupid, but I what? want to. <laughs> They're like, why? Why? Why do you want to do that? I'm like, why not? Mate, why not? Magnificent, mate. I, I've had the pleasure, honor, and pleasure of rolling with many good people, and mm -hmm. um, and they're all phenomenal in their own right. There's not no one's like Joe, though. Yeah, <laughs> Joe. Joe's like a snowplow. Um, and it's just, and you know what's fascinating, and I've had the pleasure of rolling with him a lot. When he comes over to Australia, he stays with us at home, and we're in in and out of the garage, and obviously in the studio as well. And um, he is phenomenal, mate. You know, when mm. you say you talk about efficient and effective, beautiful. And I tell you who else is superb, Roy Harris. Mm. I've had the honour and pleasure of having him here in Australia, and him train with uh, roll train with him. He is um, amazing and another nice. awesome human being. Mm. Gotcha. Very cool. Yeah, I've I've been uh, Uki for Joe a few times, but never ne like necessarily roll. Mm. But <laughs> we were working a smash pass. And I think it was, was it double unders? It might have been double unders. And we were working it, and he goes for it. Boom. And, you know, Joe's going to sink his weight down. So I'm under him like, okay, he's, you know, he's going over whatever, whatever. And then someone asked him a question and he just sat there. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm under him. He's smashed. When he's asking questions, I'm like, okay, don't freak out. <laughs> don't freak out. <laughs> it felt like forever, but I'm like, okay, don't freak out. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. I don't, I don't hear nothing at this point. I'm just focused on not dying because I'm like, I don't want to be like, hey, Joe, uh, move. But I'm like, you know what? Just stay here. Just stay here. Just stay here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know people wouldn't understand it unless they felt him and you go, mm -hmm. he's going to break my back. <laughs> yeah. It, but yeah. it's so crazy. But he's like, he's, it's weird because he, he, he applies his pressure so gently. Mm. It's not like a force. It's not like a boom. It's just like a slow, very slow and methodical, like he always is. But it's just like, is he? Is he? Oh yeah, there it is. There it is. Yeah. There it is. It scales so fast, but he moves so slow with it. It's it's yeah. mind boggling to me. Oh no, you're right, mate. He's, he's he's magnificent, mate. And obviously, there's a reason he's a eighth degree coral belt, and not far away from red belt. You know, in the coming yeah. in the coming few years. Yeah, he's amazing, and like you said, that's 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 real skill when you can do it slow, and you can mm -hmm. do it. Vet and people, oh yeah, that's slow. You know, someone might watch on YouTube. Oh, I reckon I could probably move him. And you go, no, <laughs> you won't. No, it's okay watching it, but you don't feel it. So mm -hmm. you've got to feel him, and he's in full control of it. And you know, and and we're talking about energy. Is Joe very good energy? You know, he could crush the life out of you, but he's he's a good man. So yeah. you look after you. <laughs> for sure, for sure, man. And yeah, like everyone who comes in the school, like, you know, comes in and they witness that first smash pass and they're going off fast. And they're like, no, 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 no. Let me show you why you go slow. And yeah. just to see the life just 
leaves their body when she finally get decided, just like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like there it is. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I am obsessed with that, mate. That's where my my studio is called Sustainable Jitsu. I've been obsessed with it for forever. Sustainability mm-hmm. is so important. I love slow, methodical. You know, it's not it's timing over power and precision over speed. It's not how quick you get there. You might say, you know, Joe's very quick at getting his threes in, but you go, oh, he's not slow. It's not quick, though. It's well-timed. Well-timed. So you'll come off his twos and you'll be on the threes, and before you know it, you're back on his one again and he's controlling you. So you think, man, he doesn't really move that fast. You go, well, you're doing all the moving and he's well-timing it, which I yeah. think is so good, so clever. And that's how jiu is done. And, you know, one of the principles – and all the principles are important, but one uh, that stands out, obviously, whichever way they want to go, you let them go. go. But you know yeah. what? You watch a lot of people, they don't. They fight them, and they go like this. And then you got to be bigger than them, stronger than them, faster than them, younger than them, never going to happen. So you got to yeah. get smarter than them and, and, and stick to your principles. It's, it's, and it's so funny, like, when you watch Joe uh, do seminars or, you know, he's repping stuff and, you know, he's explaining something and he gets so happy, he starts to growling and chuckling and it's like, oh, you want to go that way? Ah. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's true. It's honest, mate. It's pure honesty from Joe. You know, he's, like I said, good man and he's, mate, he's got the pur- he's got the purpose and he's around there sharing it. And, mate, I always say, Blessed to be with Joe. Honors me. Yeah, how, sure. how many people get the chance to work with a eight-three coral belt? And not just not just that, but like you know, good human that's coming from from all the right places to, yeah, to share. Yeah, for sure. Very important. And um, yeah, keep it alive. I keep it alive. You keep it alive. We keep it alive. Super important. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man, for sure. Got guys to. Yeah, one of the most humble, humblest guys in the world I've met, and you know, the most violent person <laughs> I've ever met. <laughs> we haven't met Marco. But, you haven't. You haven't met Marco. I haven't yet. met Marco yet, but as of right now, <laughs> you know, Joe being the most violent person I've met. No, I'm really joking. I reckon they're a they're a phenomenal teammate. A couple of gorillas, but be- beautiful men. Yeah. I've I've seen I've seen uh videos of them rolling and it's like, dude, you guys are trying to kill each other, but you love each other. <laughs> that's the most but, manly way of showing affection, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why we're that's why we're so close to people. Like, dude, I literally had your life in my hands. Well, again, but, but that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the growth. That's the growth because this mm-hmm. is this is what I say to people, you know, you know how skilled you are. I mean, for instance, I started my morning this morning. At 6 a.m. with two of my black belts. Mm-hmm. I come in, they train, they train for an hour, and I sit back and watch them. And this is all my clients, but I use these two guys as an example. These guys have been with me for 14 years, both mm-hmm. of them, uh, 14, 15 years. And I watch them, wow. hey, and, and not only are they super skilled, like they're friends, they're all my clients, and their business is business, money is money. That's, that's how the world works, but they're, everybody's family and friends, and you know, that's super important. But I watch them and I think, mate, so skilled, like super pressure, super talented, uh, efficient, effective, controlled, in, in control of their emotions, good people. And I've watched them like others. One of my long, longest time clients, 25 years. I've watched those people wow. into big, powerful human beings, men, women, children. I've got two nine-year-olds, bro. I've got a lot of kids that I coach and these two nine-year-olds were training the other day and they did 25 minutes and there were throws and chokes and escapes and near misses of like catching each other and both of them super controlled and dad's watching nice. it and they finished and not one got angry, not got emotional. They challenged, they got like a submission for a submission and the rest of the time they just survived each other. They got mm-hmm. up and shook, shake hands and they walked out, and the dad goes to me, dude, he goes, I'm so impressed. I go, dude, they're nine. They're nine. <laughs> and they're the first one to come up to you, mate. If your daughter walked into the gym, hi, how you going? Nice to meet you. And they're lovely, and they'll look after her, but they kick ass, mate, if they have to. It's so cool, dude. Super cool. So cool. <laughs> I've seen some amazing kids, man. Amazing mm. kids. You know, just, you know, just going to tournaments and watching these kids, yeah, six, seven, eight years old, and – 
they already have that that itch for it. And it's like, oh man, I can't wait to see you in about 10 years. Oh, <laughs> you know, and they're learning lessons of controlling themselves, aren't they? And then when they get to school and a test comes or someone says, I don't like your hair or you know, who cares? Right? All of that stuff's irrelevant because I'm super inoculated to my to emotions, to adaptability, to resilience. If you mm -hmm. don't have that, you go to school and someone says, you know, James, you've got a big nose or you're bold. Yeah, I know that. You know, whatever, you're gonna, or it's going to hurt you. If you've mm -hmm. got comfort, comfort within yourself that you find on the mats, we go, well, no worries, mate. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. This is good. Then that's that's a big picture as well for those kids at that, you know, at that stage. Yeah. And that's that was like one of the big reasons why I got my daughter into uh, training or as, as soon as I possibly could, because, you know, being bullied in school is not fun. And it just seemed like it's so much more worse than when, you know, we're growing up going to school. It's like now it's just like, ooh, this is it, this is terrible. Like, this yeah. is awful. So, I, I think that comes as well, though, Lamar, from people <clears throat> not happy with themselves. Mm -hmm. I said, mate, if you don't like yourself, you're not going to like anyone else. Right. Whether someone's got a problem with color or hair or what they wear, it doesn't bother me, mate, because I already know who I am and I'm happy with myself. So yeah. I don't see people in color or clothes or whatever. I just see energy, souls, beautiful people, human beings, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But you got to first like yourself. So bullying, and we're just talking about this the other day with my, uh, I'm sorry, our niece. And just, you know, the girls being mean to and stuff like that. And you go, remember the old saying, uh, I don't know how how old you are, Lamar. How old are you, buddy? Uh, 35. 35. You're a young mm. man. So <laughs> so I'm 46, but we I think we both grew up with, um, you know, sticks and stones. Sticks and stones, yep. And But I, of course it hurts, you know, when people say, especially at a younger age when you don't really know yourself, but... The, the, the goal is to teach people to be comfortable with themselves and own every bit of themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, your color, your nose, your bald, your whatever it is, you, that's you, beautiful. And then yeah. other people won't affect, it won't affect you then, but that's where it comes from from the other people because I don't bully anyone because I'm happy with myself. I have an opinion if you have a go at me and I can have a go at back, but then it's mutual. But mm -hmm. I think that that comes from because a lot of people are not happy with themselves. So it's going to spew it down to you. It's usually professional jealousy, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but but sure. you're right. And you know, get her to know who she is and she's a powerful self. And I think that's beautiful. Then she can go out and be confident and competent in everything yeah. she does because she knows, worst case, mate, you call me stupid. Mate, I've had someone strangling me last night. I escaped it. I dealt with dad laying on me for five minutes all this stuff mate you saying you don't like my braids or something mate what are you five i don't care mate <laughs> right right super super important because like i <laughs> she um it was one incident she's one of the girls at school was uh, like picking on her and like she didn't want to tell me about it but my wife my mom told my wife my wife told me about it so we're talking. I'm like, you know, what happened? She's like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I said this and this and that. Da, da, da. I said, listen, you don't have to be everyone's friend. Respect everybody, but you don't have to be everyone's friend. If they keep talking about you, they're not your friend. Walk away. But if it keeps going and it gets to a point where they're trying to harm you, you know what to do. And she's like, well, they, you know, they said no fighting in school. No, 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 no. You're not fighting. You're protecting yourself. Correct. Yeah. It's a big difference. You're not starting nothing. We like you, you understand that we don't tolerate bullying. You know, this is, I teach this at home and I teach this in class. We don't tolerate bullying. You know, yeah, you can have fun and poke jokes at friends, but if you get to the point where you're constantly doing it and they're not enjoying it, that's bullying. Mm. So... It's like she understands, like she's starting to understand that now. So she's like, Yeah, the girl said this, 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 and that. And it didn't bother me no more. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, beautiful, mate. Beautiful. And you know, we're not we're not projecting violence saying no, everything's physical. But if someone's physical to you, and this is what we were just saying before about being very good at it, mm -hmm. then you can shut them down. 
I said, mm. I say all the time, and you've probably seen some videos that I've done with people. I say, do you want to be smacking people? Because if you smack them and they fall over and crack their head, which is highly likely if you're going to get hit by someone who knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. it could be bad. So yeah. you avoid it at all costs. <clears throat> but if you do have to, worst case scenario, you know, you know, you could, you've got it, but you go, it's better to just handle them and look after them and then say, no more, mate. And you go, well, well that's frightening. You give yeah. them a marker, you give them a marker headlock or something and scare the life out. That's of it. That's it. That's like, <laughs> um... you know, no, go ahead. No, 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 I was just saying, but no, you're right, bro. And that was, you know, it's perfectly said with your daughter. And why should anybody, what you say, mate, words is whatever, irrelevant. But if it starts to become physical, that's a big no-no, mate. Because I've seen people in life, it's later on down the life, that has a huge factor in it. Uh, it has a big part to play in people's anxiety and all sorts of things that they have. You've got to mm-hmm. stand up for yourself. Nobody has the right to push someone around. I would. I don't want to hurt anyone. I don't have the... I don't, I, that's not my style anyway. I, I play with people and they get all that out in the gym and we push each other and challenge each other. I just want to help people. But if you hurt me, I'll, I'll defend myself. So yeah. and that's super important. It's a very important message. Yeah, definitely got to have that switch, man. Cause even in training, like you're, you know, rolling with people and they get so spastic and they start grabbing fingers and I'm like, Hey, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> it is, this, is, this is where you need to be like, there's the intelligence you avoid and diffuse and defend because you go accidents happen people actually get hurt probably yeah. more more with it with people who are just uncoordinated and just silly and i always say this the self-defense or self-protection people will go nuts mate they won't care about you we're professionals in the gym if i feel your arm under my back i'll move because i know yeah. I'm, I'm aware Old man out there, he's not aware. So you got to be aware for everybody. Mm-hmm. Double one. <laughs> yeah, there's been so many times where we're working something and they roll a certain way, and I can just instantly feel like, okay, where is their body in conjunction to mine? What's this? What's this? Oh, they're under me a wrong way, and I'll try to like brace myself awkwardly. I'd rather like injure myself than you know hurt my training partner. So, and you know, and then and it's good that you're aware mm. of, of aware of it because that actually takes skill as well. Because then you're obviously competent in your mind and body together, but you're embodied and you can feel them. Where people are all up here, they miss the cues downstairs. You yeah, go, Dude, be careful, you're gonna hurt him. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even feel it. You go, mate, you got to slow down, quiet in your mind, uh, and feel, and then you'll feel where the person is. But that's what you have to expect for people who, when they get heightened levels of emotions they don't make good decisions so you got to make the decision for them and control right them. and control them or just choke them out correct <laughs> 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 all right james uh so we have a, a talk your jits podcast question uh you're very seasoned in this so but you know it, it seems to stump a lot of people but i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot it at you uh you're a top three people man who would you like to roll with I've, do you know what, mate? I have fulfilled two of those already. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, Joe was one of them. Okay. And I've rolled with Joe a fair few times. Roy Harris, I, I've I've played, but I haven't really rolled, but he's uh, to, to roll again, uh, to mm-hmm. roll, proper roll. And Marco. He just oh, got me around the next pick to roll the- <laughs> And they say I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I've been very lucky to to roll with lots of people. I've had the pleasure of rolling with Roy Dean. He was another one that I would have liked to roll with, and I did roll with Roy Dean. Hiron Gracie, roll with the Hiron Gracie. Oh wow. Yeah. I've played with a few people. I played with Randy Gator. He's another gorilla. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been very lucky and I've, you know, made it happen. I've I've played with quite a few people. Uh, I played Frank Shamrock, Elvis Sinisic, quite a few people, and uh, very good people. But you know, the the three to to mark a three was Joe, is Joe, uh, Roy Harris, and um, and Marco. But I haven't I haven't rolled with Marco. But yeah, everyone's superb, and you know what? And every single one of those people all professionals. Yeah, very very professional, and um, I've sparred a lot of people, sparred a lot of people. 
and stand up boxing, kickboxing, a lot of pros, a lot of amateurs. Um, but yeah, so I've fulfilled, fulfilled a lot of them. Uh, my thing for moving forward, more time with Joe, more time with Roy, and maybe, uh, maybe everything's <laughs> my go. <laughs> I, I'm wait. I was just waiting to hear. Like here it comes, here comes Marco. <laughs> <laughs> the hands in your start, voice. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that, I love that that way, mate. It's beautiful, beautiful. Right. <laughs> for sure, for sure, man. <laughs> but uh, if you got anything else, uh, you know, if you got anything coming up for uh for uh sustainable jujitsu, uh, I know, I don't know, I know you don't, you probably don't compete no more, but. If you got anything coming up, man, the floor is all yours. No, you know, my goal, just um, if you want to follow me, Professor James Jones on Instagram or Sustainable Jiu-Jitsu, there's two pages that have the same thing on them, um, or uh, James Wilford Jones on Facebook. Uh, my thing moving forward, keep doing what I'm doing with my private clients. I've got a lot of very close, um, all my clients, close family, clients, um, professionals, Keep sharing, keep evolving, and keep helping them grow. And, and while I grow myself, and also um, workshops and seminars, that's a big thing for me. That's something that I want to do um, because I've done quite a few of them globally already. And then obviously COVID came, and then mm-hmm. you know nobody could do anything. But um, I want to share it with people because, like I said, there are 41 years of martial arts, mate, and I've done it for a long time. So not something I do for a, um, just a living. This is life. I'm on the mat seven days, seven days a week, every day, uh, seven days a week. Not every, not all day on a Sunday, but um, I would do. But I have to have some time off. But, um, yeah, I know. I know. I, right? I, just, I, I love it, mate. I love people. I love mm-hmm. the people. I love to see them empowered. I'll be honest with you and say that probably ever since about eight, I don't I haven't really felt that normal anyway. And I mean that in I think everybody's ordinary and everybody's extraordinary. Just depends what which one you want to be, but I've always felt very um, happy, you know. Yeah. And martial arts, a good family, and martial arts. And we moved from England to Australia, and that was my number one thing that all I was worried about. Getting a pool was good, but uh, doing martial arts, and I've just been obsessed mm-hmm. with it. I feel I'm meant to do it, and I've got a message that I want to share with people, not just the functionality of stand, clinch, ground, and whatever comes with it, but help people. Because I feel good, and if I feel good, then I want to share it with you and and help people feel good too. Because so many people are um, going through life not optimum, and you go, dude, yeah. you got so much, and you could achieve so much. It's not about money, and money's cool. That comes with it. That's how the world works. But just happiness. Get comfortable with who you are, and don't worry about the rest of these things and all these what people call and try to please everyone. Just be, just be comf- confident and competent with yourself. And so that's my message, man. That's my mission moving forward. Seminars, it looks like I'm going to England this year. I'm going to do Sweden eventually. Uh, Poland's wow. on the cards. I've got Jakarta coming up. Sydney I've just got back from. And, um, yeah, I love it. And all the people that I go to see, they're all beautiful people like yourself who are good souls and, and love, love the art. And want to I want to be better people. So that's my mission. Yeah, man. Well said, sir. Well said. Thank you. Well Thank said. you. And it was it was very you know it was a pleasure finally you know getting to talk to you. <laughs> and, and and likewise, mate. Thanks for your patience. It's a it's an honor and a pleasure to come on. And I, I wish you all the best for all your training. Hopefully, we will catch up one day. One day we'll for come, sure. Come see you, know. you, mate, for sure. And if you ever want to do it again, mate, you want to get in depth in anything, any topic you want to, mate, I'm happy to come on and we'll, we'll talk some more for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. I will definitely invite you back, man, for sure. Mate, I'm going to take a quick picture so I can put it up. Oops, sorry, my mate. i get my big fat fingers out of the way. <laughs> oh, did I lose you? Uh, there we go. Have I got you? Uh, your camera's out now. There we go. Sorry, buddy. No, you got it. You got it. <laughs> oh, the camera's out again. <laughs> <laughs> it's down. It's down under, mate. It keeps disappearing. <laughs> got you. No, but no, all serious, no, no, mate. I appreciate the time, and thank you for the time, mate. And um, thanks for the patience, and I look forward to doing it again in the future with you.
Yeah, keep yeah. up the journey, mate, and keep being you. Got to, man. That's only that's the only thing I can do, man. It's the only thing I can do. Good man. Yeah. And that's the end of today's episode. I would, you know, like to thank James one more time for coming on to the show. Uh, bless us with his uh wisdom of uh jujitsu. Uh, please go and follow our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pages to stay up to date on all future episodes. This has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day. Yeah, we're